listening to Bricks and Clicks, presented by MarketScale, with your host, Jennifer Kalo Ruskin. Hey there, Jennifer Ruskin here, and I want to talk to you about how to sell a product concept into retailers. So I've been selling into Walmart now for like almost eight years as a broker, and I can't tell you the number of times I've sold millions and millions and millions of dollars worth of a fictional product into Walmart stores just based off of a concept. Now, I'm I'm not saying the product never landed on shelf. What I'm saying is when I walked into a buyer meeting with my client, we sold a concept of a product. We didn't have a production-ready sample or even necessarily a couple physical options. And today I want to talk to you about how to do this. It doesn't have to be Walmart. It could be any retailer. So the first thing that I want you to do when you are going into your buyer meetings is to present your top picks first. So let me backtrack for a second to talk about why I'm even talking about this. So a week or two ago, I was on the phone with a Walmart coaching client of mine, and they have one product that's really their hero product. It's 99% of all their sales on Amazon. And the Walmart buyer wanted this product, but she also wanted them to continue to expand the line. So they came to me and they said, hey, Jen, we have three additional items that we know could be a slam dunk that we feel very confident in. And when I looked over the items, I felt like there were a few things that were missing. I was talking to a team of men that were selling a women's item. I don't want to go too detailed into the category because I don't want to expose them if they listen to this. <laughs> but they they were selling a woman's item and they were men. And they didn't understand how the women's product worked or why women even needed the product or the attributes of what the product did. So the three items that they really wanted to pitch into Walmart, because I only deal with Amazon and Walmart. So if you're listening to me, we only have two retailers to talk about. So the products that my client wanted to pitch to Walmart, I really felt like they weren't the right products. I didn't think they were right. A, because of the usage B, they were calling a certain product something that wasn't even really what its usage was for. And again, they don't know. They didn't have women things that would make this applicable for them. It's as far as I'm going to go on that. So here's what we did. During the conversation, I provided them with a bunch of different ideas. Well, as a woman, I really enjoyed this type of product and here's why. Or like, oh, gee, did you know that that's not actually what the product does? (laughs) You can't call it that because it's not what it does. It actually does this other thing that's really important. And so you need to have the other really important item on shelf. So you want to present your top picks to your buyer, but also have some other options. So my experience with buyers is that they really like to get their hands dirty when we're talking about something like line expansion items. They love to collaborate with new and improved packaging or calling out specific features, the colors on the packaging, sometimes even fonts, although sometimes that's a little too nitty gritty, and then even the product makeup itself. So if you find yourself in a situation like this, my recommendation would be to present your first top picks first, like, hey, buyer, we recommend these three products and here's why. Maybe it's a three-step process. So like, let's think maybe it's like a wash, a rinse, a conditioner, and a detangler. If I was like going through a whole bunch of different particular items and like what what that might look like if it was a process. And then you want to come in with some supplemental items. So buyers love it when they get to be a part of this. 
this. And so I wanted you to come armed with several different options, whether the options are different fragrances, so different scents, like, hey, we have uh, vanilla, we have coconut, and we have mandarin orange and we did all these case studies and the customers come back and they these are the top three flavors that they really like or scents that they really like what do you think buyer what do you like why don't you choose so that's a great way to do it in the vinegar category with one of my clients we came in and not only offered different varieties of vinegar we also offered different bottling options so we knew that there was an issue in this particular category where the mod itself to the shelf was really tight. And so our buyer was like, how can we get our items on the shelf to where they're more vertical instead of horizontal? They don't need to be so wide. They need to be tall. So we brought in a bunch of our bottles from Italy, laid them out on the table, and we were like, what bottle do you like? (laughs) Choose the bottle, any bottle. We don't care. We'll put our product in there. We want you to be happy. You pick the bottle. So that's a great way to have your buyer get involved. And then another option would be through, you know, choosing the extra type of item that you're looking at for a line extension. So come armed with maybe two or three additional backup options to your top picks. So if you're good at math, that means you might have three top picks plus three backups especially if you feel nervous and you're not quite sure of either what your buyer wants, you're not totally sure of the category, maybe you're a man selling into a woman's space and you don't have the body parts to actually know how to use a certain product or what it might need. It's just really important at that point to then have the options where the buyer can come in and then Usually, you know, she is like, oh, I would love to have a balm or I'd love to have a spray or I'd love to have a spritz or whatever, because for her, that's really important, right? So you're not just selling into a retailer or you're not just selling to customers. You're really selling to a buyer and what they want. Okay, so step one was present your top picks first. Step two was come armed with lots of options. You don't want to be crazy and have like a whole suitcase full of crap, but you definitely want to be mindful and have some really good backup options. And then step three, allow your buyer to tweak. Ask for your buyer's recommendations. Ask them what they want to see. The very first thing that I do when I walk into a buyer meeting is I ask questions. This isn't necessarily product related, but the first thing I always ask is, tell me about your current set and what's working and what's not. What white space do you have in the market that we can help fulfill? We want to serve you and we want you to be happy. Then you go try to sell your things after that. So this particular one is about allowing your buyers to just tweak your products that you have coming in. Now, you may not always have flexibility in your buyer meetings to do something like this, but if you're a super established brand and your items are getting stale and you really need to put some life into your products, it could be as easy as a rebrand or it's easy as launching a new scent or flavor. If you're new, like my client, and I only have really one hero skew, it's never good on a Walmart shelf or any retailer shelf to be a one and done kind of brand or product. You always want to have at least two or three facings on a mod, on a shelf. Sorry, when I use the word mod, that's really Walmart lingo. They call it a modular. That just means the shelf space that it's on. So it's really important that you have at least two to three facings. If not, the customer just doesn't even see your product. It gets lost in there. So when you're going to present to your retail buyers, definitely go in there with sets of two or three products. 
my client got really lucky in that they had a, a one hero product and it was something that was important and close to the buyer's heart. The product is something that her own family uses and is really involved in. So, you know, think like that. There might be some secret sauce that you don't know about that your buyer's really interested in. And as you come in with those backup options, you give them an opportunity to latch onto that thing that you didn't know about that was important. All right, hope this is helpful. We just talked about how to sell products from concepts into retailers and land them on shelves.